Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Get ready for the best hour of your grid day. You heard it here first. The best hour of your day on SportsGrid starts now. With your host, Kevin Walsh. One of the easy ones, Donnie, where you look at it and the complaint starts to be, how about not that that for more? You know what I mean? Like, and Donnie Wrightside. And I would like to see all the weight and anger and might of the NCAA slash Big Ten smash that program into smithereens for the next three years. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Coaching changes and much, much more. No better place to be. It's the best hour of your day. It's Moneyline. It's Donnie Wrightside. It is Kevin Walsh. And away we go into the afternoon. I can't wait for the hot topics to come through. We're going to preview Saturdays and Sundays action. Any upsets there? Maybe even an early look at some prop bets here. And also, Josina Anderson reporting that it's all but a done deal. Bill Belichick going to find his home with the Atlanta Falcons. Big stuff. Uh, I mean, the reports came out that that Bill wanted a a reset. Uh, I wonder if at all that decision by or that desire by Belichick impacted Dallas holding on to Mike McCarthy, uh, which we found out yesterday. But, yeah, I mean, it it all starts with Bill getting another chance to either draft a quarterback or trade uh, for a new quarterback. One of the two, obviously, they're not going to go to battle with Ritter and Heineke again. I actually thought the two best spots for Bill Belichick, to be honest with you, was in Carolina and or Atlanta, where he would be able to get a team fresh, start it new, make most of the decisions himself, and also not get a lot of heat because those towns would be starved just for winning football and a competent head coach. And it looks like it's going to work that way. Now, you know what's interesting about Jacina Anderson? She has some, you know, people embedded, and a lot of times in Philadelphia. The player she used to always have the ear of was Alshon Jeffrey. So anything that went wrong with the Eagles, quick, quick tweet to Jocena. Sources or play, we knew it was Alshon Jeffrey giving that information away. Now, in her tweet that says, basically, you know, Bill Belichick expected to be the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. It then says, the GM dynamic in Atlanta is presumably more palatable for Bill in Flowery Branch than it would be in Philadelphia. So the reason she's saying that is, again, Howie Roseman runs the Philadelphia Eagles with the blessing of Jeffrey Lurie. If you are going to that situation, like Bill Belichick's not coming to Philadelphia, like, hey, you know what? I only want to preface myself and, you know, coach. And how he goes, good, because you're not going to get any linebackers. I know you love linebackers. You're not going to sign a single one here. Let's go win some football games. We always knew that dynamic probably would not work out. So now you flip it back over to Atlanta. I like, like, this already gets me reinvigorated for next year. Like, Belichick in Atlanta is just wild to think about, like, one year ago, isn't it? Yeah. um, He's going to wind up in Atlanta. uh... Well, I don't know, but you – so the, the thing that I don't necessarily know if I – if the idea is the perfect situation for Bill, well, what do we – like, as in it's a place that he can do whatever he wants? Like, I don't think that's perfect. I think that's stubborn. Well, no, no. I, I don't from think his that's, point that's of view, good at all. Right. From his point of view, it makes sense. Now, you want to start getting some interesting stuff, too, because we'll, we'll, it's probably going to happen in the next 24 hours. I mean, Bill Belichick's going to go on two interviews. They're going to be like, you know what? See, after that second interview, like, I don't even know what this guy's about anymore. Let's kick him to the curb. So he'll probably be there. But also focusing on, like, Jim Harbaugh is interviewing at multiple outlets. He has a contract, Kevin, on the table from Michigan that says, be the highest-paid coach in history, commit mass murder, you'll still get your money. Like, that's basically what the contract is written saying right now for him to come back to Michigan. Is he, he's not going back to Michigan. There's no way he goes back to Michigan now, is there? 
No, I think he's going to the Chargers. That, that's that's my read on it. I, I think that is uh, the right guy for L.A., and I think it's the right spot for Harbaugh with the quarterback uh, already in place. That, that's That's been my expectation uh, for a little bit now. I think everybody at Michigan knows it. I think it's a reason McCarthy entered the draft. J.J., of course. And again, when you look at you know him going pro, and again, not J.J. McCarthy, we're talking about the head coach, Jim Harbaugh, it, it, it does make sense, though. Like, if you're coming into a situation, forget about the front offices, Kevin Reich, and what meddling you're going to get. But isn't one of those spots like, no, hold on. Look at the talent in this football team. It underachieved massively. I have a quarterback that I'm not coming into a situation, Kevin, where he plays well next year and goes, good, I want $400 million bucks, And i like, you know what? The owner's like, no, I'm not paying you that. Sign long-term. Mm-hmm. The easiest landing spot probably for a coach in this coaching carousel probably is the Chargers. But that also means... You got to sort of meddle around with the Spanos family, get what you want. But there's no way the Spanos family is going to let Jim Harbaugh in the door. Like, hey, you can do whatever you want. Okay, just signed on the dotted lines. First day of school for everybody here. And they go, hey, Jim, by the way, I know we told you you could do whatever you want. You have to run it by me and uh, uh, have a good practice. I'll be back up in my uh, penthouse suite. Um, yeah, I, I think the Chargers, again, it works well because, uh, like, to me, the, the attraction of having the quarterback position settled like that is why you know bill running to atlanta is not an encouraging sign as to what bill belichick is prioritizing upon finding this new job and i I, again i i guess right like he probably figures he can be in atlanta for however long he he wants to be maybe there's a thought that the division is atrocious and he can go and win it next year we'll see maybe tampa bay's found something maybe new orleans in year two of Derek carr can pick things up a touch but i i again just trying to fully understand if bill belichick's priority one is having as much control as possible i mean he might as well have gone and, and went to alabama and replaced saban at that rate Saban, yeah, where's he going to enter into us? Do we, do we wake up tomorrow where the Eagles let go uh, Nick Sirianni? Nick Saban is the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, I'm still waiting for something wacky to happen, which we were talking what, about yesterday. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, start what, it. What is going on with the Sirianni thing? Like, the Jacina Anderson tweet being like, mm-hmm. well, it's been a lot better than the Philly situation. Did I miss the tweet that Sirianni's fired? Because the, the last tweet I saw was that Sirianni and Roseman are trying to find coordinators right now. Well, her t- her tweet. This is maybe I don't know, maybe a week ago, was stating that based on losses and playoff non-runs, it was between McCarthy and the Philadelphia Eagles as something to watch for. Where if they moved on from Bill Belichick, would be an outlet for. So that's where that that start up where it's like oh, okay, Belichick to Philly might make some sense. That's why she included in that tweet. I'm going to assume like, hey, look, he might have been looking at Philadelphia, but if you're asking Bill Belichick or his people, the better fit would have been Atlanta personnel wise in the general manager's office and the front office, not the actual players themselves. Yeah, again, I'm I'm very interested to, to which route do you think they go? Quarterback-wise, like I would tell you, a loser in this secretly, Donnie, Justin Fields. Because I don't think Atlanta or the Chicago Bears, call it however you want. Uh, I don't you know think what, though? he's going to go to try and bring in Fields. Yeah, but do you, do you know what one of Bill, which never I could understand, Kevin? One of his favorite players was Cam Newton. Bill Belichick. Yeah. Like, we're like, he can't play. No, 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 no. I, I need him on my team. So I wouldn't rule out Justin Fields going to Chicago. If Justin Justin Fields going to Atlanta with Bill Belichick there, I actually wouldn't rule that out because of how much he kept talking about and liking Cam Newton, even though we clearly saw Cam Newton couldn't throw a football. Well, Justin Fields could still throw a football. You're right, because Desmond Ritter's not going to be there. You know what? The reason I chose Atlanta here is Desmond Ritter's here, and that's going to be my guy. Like, you know, he didn't say that, obviously, going in. They don't have their quarterback yet, but also, like, Belichick going to that division, a winnable division with a team with talent. And by the way, you guys out there listening right now, you're in your your fantasy football leagues. Sell right now, Bijan Robinson. Get out! Bijan's gonna have 16 carries one game, three the next. It's a wrap, there, people. He's gonna fall in love with Tyler Algier. He's gonna absolutely love that guy in the backfield here. We got more football to talk. Also, some NBA action with a big trade. We gotta get Kev's take on that trade here. Let's get after it. it's money line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, clearing up some of these issues here with this coaching search. By the way, a lot of teams open, not a lot of movement just yet. And there are big time names out there that we're looking at getting into coaching, or I should say getting back into coaching in the NFL. Jim Harbaugh, we'll see where he lands. He's interviewing. Also, obviously, Mike Vrabel, I think, is a very good coach from the Tennessee Titans. I haven't heard his name linked really anywhere just yet, but maybe it's like baseball free agency where it's like, well, nobody can move until Belichick moves because we can't hire anybody until he moves first. And then we slow play it all the way around. But these things usually work themselves out, Kevin. Like every single one of these spots will be closed over the next two, two and a half weeks. It looks like Belichick probably the first shoe to drop in Atlanta, which then we focus on the big guys out there. Jim Harbaugh, Vrabel, and also the hottest coordinator since 1981, Ben Johnson of the Detroit Lions, where he winds up at Mm -hmm. this point. But before we do that, you know, surprises getting fired. Like I think the last two surprises that we probably thought of would have been the Philadelphia Eagles and also the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Dallas Cowboys have said, Jerry Jones, I should say, has said, McCarthy's coming back for 2024, so he's not going to go anywhere. We're expecting Nick Sirianni back for the Philadelphia Eagles, but we haven't had that definitive yes or no yet from the front office in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. No, we haven't. Um, it's weird. It, it's it's weird. I, you know, you saw the how angry Fletcher Cox got at the question. Yes. I think it was Jeff McClain who asked him. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like that's one of those things. It is not a ridiculous question that Jeff McClain is asking. It's an uncomfortable question. But I think that reaction, to some degree, if you're a Fletcher Cox who's been there for a while, I think Sirianni is still liked by the players, you have to know how responsible you are for things being the way they are. Like, the coaching is obviously... Donnie not done their part, but look, neither did the players. And if Sirianni is let go, obviously those guys in the locker room have to understand their role in that happening. Of course they do. Which again, it's when you look at McCarthy and Sirianni, there are some differentiating sides here, right? Sirianni took over a team on the come up. Want to play, or excuse me, got to the playoffs, got beat by Tampa Bay. Following season, they get to the Super Bowl, best record in the NFL. They don't win the Super Bowl, right? And then this year they make the playoffs again, but it was a big collapse. But the reason why we put them in the same boat is it'd be one thing again, embarrassing loss for the Cowboys all the way around. But if the Cowboys lost, 24-23. Ooh, man, tough fight all the way through. Just couldn't get it done. We're a little bit snake-bitten here. Or the Philadelphia Eagles said, you know what? Jalen Hurts is hurt. Uh, A.J. Brown's not going to play. Hard fought. 14-13 game. We just couldn't get over the hump. Both of those teams got embarrassed, which usually spurns change. But the Dallas Cowboys weren't leaking oil into the playoffs. They were playing decent football. The Eagles were playing terrible football down the stretch. So something has to change. But if your M.O. is, like, are the Eagles a better, like, a, you know what? It's got to get rid of Sirianni and the coordinators. We're going to bring in Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels, and Matt Patricia to run the show. Does that make the Eagles a better team? Bring in Bill Belichick for the Dallas Cowboys, who are built, does that make them a better team? I don't know. So I I could see why they're holding on to their coaches, because there's no surefire difference maker for me, for the Cowboys or the Eagles. I don't know if I agree with that. I think Mike Vrabel could be a difference maker. I've seen Mike Vrabel do excellent things in Tennessee with far less talented rosters than what Dallas and, and Philadelphia provide. And I, I think there has to be, again, I'm, I'm not high on Bill, but I, I'm sure he is to some degree uh, still 
view with a lot of respect and reverence uh, around this league. So, and also, I think, you know, Mike McCarthy, Donnie, more so Sirianni, hey, I went to a Super Bowl, right? Like, I understand we fell apart this year, but we went to a Super Bowl. My, you know, Mike McCarthy doesn't have anything like that to hang his hat on to that front office and say, well, we're making a rash decision. Look at how I continuously couldn't get us to a conference championship game. This was it, Donnie. This, Donnie, the only home team who lost this weekend while they were 8-0 and at home in the regular season. I mean, that that is a... Very difficult thing to look past if you're an organization. No, you're right. And also, it's very interesting that you say to yourself, like you look at the Dallas Cowboys, the offense wasn't really the issue, and that's Mike McCarthy's territory here. Now, Dan Quinn's going to start interviewing around again. It'd be hilarious if he actually came back. I just get the band back together and run it back. He typically would like to make some changes within the organization. Now, also, interesting news. Cliff Kingsbury has interviewed for the Chicago Bears offensive coordinator position. As we said, like Matt Eberflus also. Good chance of him getting fired. No, no, no. We're bringing him back next year. We just have to pick a new offensive and defensive coordinator and get after it. Now, why is Cliff Kingsbury interesting as well? Yes, you saw him in Arizona with Kyler Murray. He was one of those guys in college, the ultimate innovator, taking your offense to the next level. Stuff we hadn't seen before. It didn't work out that great in Arizona, no question. But he was a coach for USC last year. Could this be one of those? All right. We're tipping our hand. It's Caleb. We got one of Caleb's guys that he really likes, and away we go with the number one draft pick there in Caleb Williams. Well, that's interesting. I hadn't considered that connection uh, on mm-hmm. the initial breaking of the story. Maybe there is something to it. Certainly, there would be smoke. Uh, look, I, I think one of the most interesting things, though, is what is the actual market here, Donnie, for Justin Fields? Because if they go with Caleb, then Fields needs to be traded. And, you know, we just mentioned, are, are the Falcons going to be interested with Bill Belichick in uh, the Justin Fields market? I'm not so sure they are. Uh, just because I feel like Bill was one of the thousand teams that ran out to tell everybody they were uninterested in Lamar Jackson. And I, I just don't know if he's going to be interested in Justin Fields. Could be wrong. A time will you know, tell. But how many other teams are there beating down the doors to bring Justin Fields into their organization? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, beating down the, the doors probably isn't the right word, but if you're if you're lining like football teams up where he possibly could be successful, or just a new fresh start, like New England's gonna need a quarterback this year. Now they're drafting number three overall, they're probably gonna get their guy there. But teams like the Minnesota Vikings, if you don't bring back Kirk Cousins, does that work interdivision? But one of those wild card teams for me that I think Fields would be really fun to watch, Kevin, Seattle Seahawks. Like, Geno Smith isn't your guy for the future. You gave him that one, basically a one-year deal. Congratulations, you did great. You'll be our starter. Drew Locke is there. He's not overwhelming anybody. How about even, like, the Vegas Raiders? Like, there's spots out there that, to me, make sense for Justin Fields where he can go. I'm not even necessarily saying that I can't find locations where Fields would be an upgrade, Donnie. But what is that asking price for Justin Fields? Like, this one? is where it gets very, what would it be? very interesting. It's tough because you have to pay him. Right, and if the Bears are going to sit there and draft Caleb, I mean they're certainly coming at it from a leverageless position. We yeah. know that. Probably so, one of those Carson Wentz deals, Kev. Right? Like it's like, all right, we're not going to give you an outright first. We'll trade him, but if he plays fifteen and a half games and uh, throws for more than twenty, one of those things. Like we'll give you a second round pick that can turn into a one for Fields because you're right yeah. about that. They're not saying like Fields is our starting quarterback. No, no, we really want him here. Well, Again, he's our starter. All right, we have to give you like three first rounders. Like, no. Teams know, like, well, we want Justin Fields. We love him here to be our backup. No, you don't. Remember the Jimmy Garoppolo hype there? Like, oh, he's so good as a backup quarterback. No, no. No, that wasn't the case. They didn't want him as a backup quarterback. But everybody was biting Mm -hmm. the bluff, saying, like, he's not going to be your backup quarterback. So, yes, there is a more depressed market for Justin Fields if they didn't have that number one overall pick. I think the Raiders make sense because – we know that they have no allegiance. McDaniel's gone to the Jimmy Garoppolo situation, right? So they can move on from that as clean as possible. Uh, they. What about Pittsburgh, though? I mean, are they going to stubbornly run out Kenny Pickett next year? Like, do I know you have that, to commit my... to that for another season? I don't think so. Because here's the reason why I say that is. Um... Tomlin said that he's going to go outside of his staff to get, thank God, right, to get an offensive coordinator for the (laughs) Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to assume, like, that's going to happen within, like, the next week. 
And then you can make your determination based on what that guy is saying. Like, hey, look, I can work with Kenny Pickett, then that's fine. But if he's like, boy, these are some options out here that I can work with where if you get me an athletic quarterback, we can make some things happen. Because him in Pittsburgh would be very yeah. intriguing. Remember, we were going back like, dude, just get Carson Wentz there. At least it'll give you some sort of energy in the building. Like Justin Fields right. and the Steelers would get some energy in the building. But this is kind of what you always talk about, right? Like the, they sit the offense coordinator down. Hey, do you think you can work with Kenny Pickett? Pfft, yeah, love the kid, <laughs> yes. love this Pittsburgh film. You're not gonna want to be like, listen, the kid sucks. If you I come yes. in, we better get rid of him. That's just Correct. not. That's not how you got a job. Yeah, but that's how you play it, though, because maybe they're thinking that. Like, everybody's going to come in and say, Kenny Pickett's the guy. I'm waiting for the first guy that says, Kenny sucks, and then we're going to get a new guy in here. We'll be right back. It's Money Line on a Thursday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And now, back to Moneyline with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. All right, let's keep the coaching carousel out here moving. Why is that an Adam Schefter tweet that says our guy from Tennessee, Mike Vrabel, interviewing with the Los Angeles Chargers today, Tom Pelissero reported. The Falcons and Seahawks. Now, hold on. Here's right. I agree with this. The Falcons and Seahawks are also interested in talking and meeting with Vrabel. If I'm Belichick, I might say, you interview one more guy down here. I'm just pulling my name out of this hat. Which I think is because usually, like, I try to. Equate to like college football coaching, right, Kevin? I don't think these guys even interview in college. It's like if you pick up the phone, if you're Kalen DeBoer and you picked up the phone, you got the job, right? Like as long as they reached you and heard your voice, they don't even interview you. It's like, what do you want? Blank check. Say your R's. We'll fly you down tomorrow. We'll have a press conference. Then we'll work the details out. But it seems like in the NFL, when you thought like, hey, Bill Belichick's giving on the move. Now, number one, he's probably going to get traded. Number two, he's already, we've had these you know talking heads, by the way. Belichick's already got a spot worked out as the GM. And did they agree? Like, did the Atlanta Falcons go, look, we have to play this so far by code because we already cheated with you. And since November, you are our coach and general manager. Am I going that? Am I going conspiracy theory that way? What are we doing down in Atlanta if they want Belichick? Yeah, I don't really understand why that's not signed. I, I, but I, I don't know. Like, every everything is t- seemingly taking a long time, though, DR. So, you know, maybe it's just the way things are working at this point in time. But. It is so. Let me just tell you this, okay? For years, we had to hear, well, the enemy's not getting a job for excuse X, excuse Y. What, one of my favorites, Donnie, well, he's not getting hired because the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl every year and they don't hire those coordinators. And then last uh-huh. year we lost, as the Eagles, both of our coordinators. Yes. Like, why Ben Johnson isn't hired yet? Well, because he's still the offensive coordinator. Let the Lions get eliminated next week. Watch how fast the commanders announce Ben Johnson. <laughs> Don, I haven't even seen Eric Bieniemy's name for a head coaching interview no. yet. No, and I, th- I, I can only put it, I think it's Ron Rivera making phone calls against Bieniemy around the league. Oh, like, stop. Was, we, like, I know like, you're like, kidding around, but really, come like, on. Like, like, ding, like, ring, 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 ring. Look, I'm telling you, I had a winning team here. This guy came and sabotaged it. I couldn't change the <laughs> offense. I mean, he was just terrible all the way around. Oh, like, you're right about that. God. And also, if. Let's just say he, because, and again, 
We have, like, they're interviewing, or coaches, again, in, interviewing. And the reason why I want to say that is, as Schefter put out the tweet, the commanders are interviewing Raheem Morris for the defensive head coach job today. I don't think they've interviewed the enemy yet. Is that correct? Like, I'm pretty sure they haven't. Or I don't even know how it works, like, so. in-house. But he should be one of those guys where it's like four or five other teams would be like, look, we're going to make you the offensive coordinator right now. we got an unbelievable yeah. spot for you. Do you want to play this game where you like get passed around and you don't get a job? Or do you just want to be like, you know what? I'm just going to take an offensive coordinator job for $3 million a year with a really good quarterback in offense. The reason I bring that up is like the enemy in Philadelphia would be perfect. Like That would be feeling like he comes to Philly. That offense that hit the tank for the last six games brings back Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown, you know Dallas Goddard at tight end, even without Kelsey, a solid offensive line and running backs. Like he could do damage, and there'd be nothing to say if they make the playoffs. Like, well, 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 the enemy went to Washington. They couldn't even make the playoffs. We all knew that that was a terrible destination that had very little upset on, upside on. I'm going to be a head coach mm-hmm. next year unless he pulled a rabbit out of a hat with Sam Howe, who's barely a starter in the NFL. That's what I'm looking at for him next year. Or is the enemy the type of guy that goes, you know, watch this. Ben Johnson goes to be the head coach here. I step into Detroit and wreck shop with that offense, too. Like, I think he needs to go to a team with a great offense. Offense and just put why it on the board. Though? Because he's not getting the calls. Like, no. Because yeah, why Donnie, Carolina's not no, calling him? Who's calling him? No, but, that, but, but, no, but, no, but Donnie, that's the point. Donnie, there's nothing he can do. It's very clear now. The NFL's made it very clear now for over half a decade. They aren't hiring the guy. <laughs> so can we please get one of the 10,000 verified NFL reporters they to finally tell us what is really going on with Eric Bieniemy? Can we get one guy who is willing to make that story happen? Please. That is very clear because you, this offseason, said, and I don't want to sound like I'm attacking you, but because it was logic. All he has to do is go to Washington, do it a little bit without Andy Reid, and it'll be fine. Donnie, there were people like, man, they got something going in Washington. Sam Howell looks like a guy. And then, of course, the wheels fell off because the team is atrocious and Ron Rivera's been a dead man walking. And now the pivot is, oh, well, if he goes to a rock star, no, they're not hiring the guy. That's, that's, that's his only hope. His only hope is to come to Philadelphia and light it up with Jalen Hurts. That's his it. That's it. He's at the end of the road right now. Maybe he, it's Terry McLaurin calling doing around the league saying this guy's terrible. fake interviews with the enemy anymore. Remember no. that? Ah, uh, the guy yeah. can't interview. He's not even getting the interview anymore. That was a great cop-out for the NFL teams. So like, you know what? Can't interview the guy. We got to move on. Look, we can't wait to the end. And he's always the guy last standing there. But there has to be something to it. Either he's at a horrendous interview or he fist fights every coach behind the scenes. We just don't hear about it now. Because you're right. There's, there was nothing coming out this year that's like, hey, by the way. The enemy is like the one beacon of light inside this commander's building right now. Like, there's nothing holding it up. He's doing an unbelievable job. But, again, we said it. Hey, by the way, the enemy's going to go to, to uh, Washington. It's like, phew, man, that's a tough sell with a lame duck coach in a good division. Good luck, Eric. Which, again, he didn't light the world on fire, but he also had Sam Howe as his quarterback. Uh, it's a tough situation, man. Uh, you know, what? Let's just say the Ravens, not the Ravens, the commanders, hire their new coach. Like, what is we, do we even get to hear from the enemy? Is he just a floating? Is he a floating free agent as an offensive coordinator? Like there has been no no reports on like, hey, here's the next steps. We we, they came out when he got the job in Washington. The expectations were so bad. It was, man, man, this is great. He's basically going to be the head coach by week seven. That is how bad things were in Washington going in. So now it's, hey, man, reroute to a Donnie, should he go to Kansas City and prove it in a high-level offense like that? What are we doing here? What are we doing here with this? He's not even getting phone calls. The Philadelphia Eagles ended their season in disgrace, and Brian Johnson is being interviewed by every damn team. This is perfect. Preposterous. Now hear me out on this with Kansas City. Nagy gets his second head coaching job. Then the enemy goes He's going there and to. Tries, and he tries He's to rebuild his career. To. <laughs> he is. That is where we're heading. This stuff is nuts. It is nuts. And it's so much fun to talk about because you're right. It was um, 
you almost thought there's supposed to be, you know, Gerard Mayo with New England, right? We always thought there was going to be a succession plan with him, just based on what their owner was saying for like the past three, four years. This guy's off limits. Don't interview him. Every job he's up for, we're going to decline it. Like, we already got this worked out with Bill. Well, the handoff was supposed to be, hey, Bill leaves with the Super Bowl and Gerard Mayo gets a great football team. He gets a stink football team, but still, they held on to their plans there. Do you think there was anything, and it makes it so complicated, because he went to Washington without, you know, the new ownership group. What, do you think there was a succession plan with the enemy? Like, well, come in here. Just do a good job. Like, Ron's done at the end of the year. This is your job. Come here and just get used to the facilities, used to the players, and then it's going to be your shot here. And then a new ownership group comes in. Could there have been that chance? No, no I don't think so. No. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think for a single second, Don. Like, man, this guy got like again. the worst head coach or offensive coaching job like in the league. To like, hey, by the way, like instead of being like, you know what, you're going to go to Miami and Mike McDaniel is yes. going to hand you his playbook and say, just run this and you'll be a coach next year. Or how about this? Like, hey, look, be enemy. Go to Los Angeles Rams. As soon as you're associated with McVay, you will be a head coach whether or not you call plays or even like an offensive like quality control assistant. You'll be a coach. Like I remember the day we were talking about. Like, hey, he's going to the commands. Like. Now, that's a bold move because there's not much upside there unless they just fired Rivera midseason, which, no. again, was a possibility. But, but, but again, people – no, 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 no. See, we can't – people said, oh, great move. He can now prove it on his own that he isn't just <laughs> taking orders entirely directly from Andy Reid. We cannot – now flip it to, I mean, the situation's terrible. Let's get this guy with a lead offense and prove he can call a real game. This is totally crazy. And it is why I, at the time, said he shouldn't be. Tony, this guy left Mahomes to go to Washington in an attempt in an attempt to get a head coaching job. Like, the next report that's going to come out is, is he doesn't even want a head coaching job. That's what they're going to try and start to sell and us And then on. he gets the head coaching job. Yes, that's a smart move by him. Uh, I don't want the head coaching. Hey, by the way, I want to bring in the Atlanta interview. I don't want that job here. Do you know where he is going to wind up? Pittsburgh. Uh, Doesn't it feel right? Doesn't it feel right? Like, Pittsburgh, hey, move into the— him in Flores? Yeah. Move into, like, the, the new millennium of offenses and watch those two butt heads when Tomlin's like, you better run this football. It's like, watch this. Five-watch shotgun. Let's go. Hut, hut, hike! Oh, I need that. Yeah, but— Like, give me that. Again, give me Justin Fields in Pittsburgh with Eric Bieniemy just to go anti-Steeler. Pickett. He's going to be a oh, Kenny man. Pickett. They're going to be the 19th offense in football. People are like, I don't know, man. Well, I mean, this guy really can't get it done without Mahomes. <laughs> This stuff Man. is ridiculous. It is good. We need some updates. Maybe we ask Cap this weekend here where the enemy's going to well, wind up. That might take an entire Saturday quick, show. Actually. Yeah. What do you got? Let's just say the Sirianni news comes down today. Yes. He's out. There will be. By the way, there will is... be news today, yes or no. So, yes. Good. All right. Is he going to be hired as a head coach in this cycle, or you think he has to be an offensive coordinator again? Who? Sirianni. No, he doesn't get hired in this cycle. He, there's not enough cachet behind him, right? Which like where would he go? He's incredible. Well, so I like again, like actually, if Tomlin did his like one year sabbatical, I actually think Sirianni would be perfect for Pittsburgh personally. Yeah. But again, like Donnie, you're telling me the Eagles are going to fire a head coach that's 34 and 17 straight mm-hmm. up with a Super Bowl trip, three for three in postseason appearances, and yeah. this league is going to just turn their nose at it. Yes, but he would be a head coach again. You see where I'm going with that? Like he, it would be one of those. You got fired. I got to learn. It's almost like a Josh McDaniels type move, right? Where he had, you know, success under Belichick. Young, hot coordinator goes to Denver and just blew up in his face. And it took him a while to get back. Like I figure that's what's going to happen. Because again, he'll be a better coach before that, though. He'll be a better coach for it if that happens. Hey, I don't think he's going anywhere, but we've seen crazier things happen. Like, we didn't think Doug Peterson in Philadelphia was getting canned. He met with Laurie. He was out after that meeting. So, we'll see what happens. I don't think he's going anywhere. A lot more to get to this afternoon on a Thursday edition of Moneyline on the Sports Grid Network. It's Donnie and Kevin. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's get after it here. Nice little segment coming up. It's Donnie Kevin right here on Moneyline, Sports Grid Network, Series XM Channel 159. Let's get to the phone lines here. Have some fun. 844-843-6879. X-Man's on hold. He wants to get in here because we know he's got plays for days here. X-Man, talk to us. What do you got today? Let's have some fun, man. Yes. Got two yep. NHLs, college mm-hmm. basketball, NBA, Chicago Bulls on Go. the money line. Michigan Wolverines, mm. men's basketball on the money line. Home mm. dogs. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche in regulation. Montreal Canadiens in regulation. 33 to 1. Big 33, Cap. By the way, Michigan at home, not playing well. Looks like a setup line there against Illinois. I like where he's headed on that Michigan play. Yeah, it's one of those. I mean, it's. A college basketball line. I feel like if you bet college hoops, you know what that means, and uh, that's yep. what you have there. The the college slate, though, very weak tonight. Like, college, it is. Is, it's always, like, it's on and off nights, which I, I get. But I, why can't, like, the big leagues, Donnie, like, coordinate a little better? Like, like why is everybody on a Tuesday and then a Saturday? Like, why yeah, can't Saturdays are overwhelming, right? Better? Yeah, like it's like okay, everybody have their uh, primetime game on a Saturday. You all play at the same time. It's like, boy, there's so many games I can't keep track of it. But see, I'm different than you in college basketball. Like I look at these type of cards, and let's just go go to Ken Palm just to slide it down. Like those are the teams I love. Like I look at every team. Like oh man, Stony Brook, Delaware, you know, Idaho, Idaho State. Like I love yeah, stuff like that to handicap. Because you're not, no, I know I don't count. I'm not the I'm not the normal yet. college I'm not the normal college basketball fan. Like for me, Kevin, I would never sit down on a Tuesday or a Thursday until March and be like, "Ooh, man, Kentucky's taking on a Florida or Tennessee tonight." I could care less. I would just be looking at something that I'm absolutely betting at that point. But no, but I'm asking. But you're not even betting yet, are you? Like, how long? Do no, you no. Have I, to wait? I started handicapping last week, like yesterday. Like my favorite play of the day, Kevin, was the under in. Uh, in um, Creighton and UConn, easy goes okay. under. Made sense. Way Free under. throw lines made sense. The tempo made sense in that game. We had a good time. Also, BMOC was on yesterday, and I said on the early show, me and Ben, we were loving Kentucky minus six and a half. Like that's a Kentucky line, six and a half against Michigan against uh, Mississippi State. They blew them out as well. So we're starting to get there, Kevin. Like some conferences only like three or four teams deep, but the Big East is like game seven, which is why like wow, this is really good now. Pop in here, yup, this makes sense. Boom, nailed that play. So I'm just saying. Like from a, a like okay tonight Illinois Michigan okay if that's the big game you're going to turn on tonight but usually I'd be like okay UNC Asheville and Winthrop is a better game for me I'll watch that on ESPNU so I don't care like the top teams don't have to play for me quite frankly I don't care about the top teams I usually find that value and fun in the lower level action so a night like this if I let's just say this was Kevin February nineteenth not January nineteenth mm-hmm. be digging this card man like oh this is fantastic what about the NBA how you find the NBA these days. Uh, you know, I had yesterday with another one that lucked out in the morning. I said, you know what? I, I know that the Milwaukee Bucks aren't a great road team. Like one game over 500 coming into last night. I'm going to take Cleveland. I like this line how it sits. Game time. Like, wait, hold on. How did I get the favorite in this side? Well, Giannis was out. Yeah. They smoked the doors off him. And you know who I actually liked in that game the best? Over 31 and a half for Donovan Mitchell. Or, excuse me, over 33 and a half. Scores 31, plays 26 yeah. minutes. I'm like, God, damn blowout, man. God would have had 50 if they needed him in that game. 
Yeah, he had like 16 or so yes. in the first quarter. He oh my scored God. whatever he wanted. Yeah, just one of the – I mean, only the second time this year I think Dame has played a game without Giannis. Yeah. Uh, and obviously it was uh, an ugly result against what's right now a hot Cleveland team. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things like the books were working at such a disadvantage because I think it was what, Cleveland uh, or Milwaukee minus four, Donnie, when the expectation was that Giannis was actually going to play in the uh, Yeah, it was the minus four. I was getting four points in the morning and I still yeah. took Cleveland. Then by game time, I think Cleveland was the favorite in that game, I want to say. Right. But but again, like so think about that, right? So the books move the line six mm-hmm. points, which is yeah. a substantial move for a player. But again, at that point, people were touching Cleveland money line at minus 125. Yes. And like there's nothing they could do there. Like obviously that's just such a different basketball team without Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, Smoked him yesterday. Yeah, no, By the way, a, a nice spot. What about the big trade that went down going to the Pacers? Didn't get a chance to get your take yesterday. Because I think mm-hmm. that thing actually dropped right on Moneyline yesterday like they like to do. Uh, tonight, by the way, Halliburton will not return from his hamstring either. So he's out as well as Siakam. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things where if you're the Pacers, you are only making that trade. Uh, if you are absolutely positive that Pascal's coming back. And uh, if you're Pascal, I think, you know, for me, Donna, that was the big takeaway, right? What a win. He's the type of player sometimes you go, should we pay him this much? Well, that's not a question anymore uh, for the Indiana Pacers with, with what they gave up to get him. And uh, for the Raptors, you were able to do really, really well because Indiana traded you for – basically uh, almost a guy under control, right? Even though he's not, everybody now knows he's going to stay there. So, look, the Raptors finally needed to hit the reset button, and Messiah Jury learned a lesson from what he did with Fred Van Vliet. Handled that horribly. Atrociously lost him for free, stubbornly thought that every trade needed to be this clear-cut fleece. Now, he's done well here uh, for himself, I thought, on uh, this trade. I think your mileage varies depending on how much you R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly players, right? You know, I think it's pretty Mm -hmm. interesting that trade, for some people, the more attractive player is Emmanuel Quickly, uh, who last night was flirting with a triple-double. I know there's a lot of people out there in the betting space, Donnie, who are actually going touching his triple-double tonight against the Chicago Bulls. But I thought X-Man uh, actually was on to something there, mentioning the Bulls' money line in his parlay. Raptors on with a, with a singular step-up game, everybody out the door, right? Performance against Miami at home, okay. To do it again next night, not so Sure, it's a good night for the Raptors. I like what X Men's talking about there uh, on betting those Chicago Bulls. Yeah, and by the way, uh, last night, Kevin, dipped my toes in the water, too, on a odds boost, or excuse me, yes, an odds boost at FanDuel. Uh, I took the Luka Doncic and uh, Anthony Davis double-double last night. And by the way, mm-hmm. I, I looked at it quickly when I woke up in the morning. I was like, ooh, that was a really good win. I'm like, oh, man, a shame they didn't do, like, a triple-double. Where it was like, what, 50-1? to one? They missed it by one rebound or yeah. one assist? One assist man. for AD. They missed it by. Uh, first of all, it was frustrating because I, I bet that immediate boost, which was a great one and lost by about as stunning a leg of his pot, right? Like, and B gets seven rebounds instead of eight on a plus 250. Oh, I remember that one, yes. So that was really frustrating. So I'm not getting this AD Luka double-double boost. They always bring in a triple-double. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen Donnie what happened last night with AD. About, you know, maybe six. Seven minutes left in this game. Darvinham checks AD back into the game. Now, with starters, but up 20. Mm-hmm. So he can get his triple-double. He just didn't get it. He just didn't get it. Like I, I, I got to admit, I didn't have the closest eye on the game. But let's not act like he's out there or anything else. I mean, just pass the ball three-point shooters and don't want to chuck it. Like, what the hell are you doing? You couldn't get the guy an assist who had nine already on the night? Yeah, exactly. All you're doing is running plays where, like, AD is the point guard at the top, lobbing it down to the low block for somebody to do a one-on-one move and get a layup or something like that. Exactly. Certainly been able to catch that ticket. And by the way, um, around the NFL tweets, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin says, Kenny Pickett will return in, return as QB1 in 2024, but there will be competition. From who? Trubisky? Yeah, Mason, no, Rudolph? Mason Rudolph? says. Like that. Yeah, so the Steelers are dead next year, except somehow this ins- insanely incredible coach will Get them back to 500. Like, truly, this Thompson is killing him. He is too good, but too stubborn. I mean, he's put this team in purgatory now for a while, Donnie. Now, what this does he not, say? Like, I, if I bring the these guys back, the only, the only thing that matters is me getting a winning record. And as long as I keep these guys around, I yes. know they're just good enough to do that, and I can trust yes. them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this is again ridiculous. It almost feels no. No, it does. Like, it's, Donnie, it's, like, how are you running back this group? They just keep ending up the seventh seed and getting blasted in the wild card round. Just did it to him a couple of years.
years ago. Well, if you ask them, it's probably like, well, if we had TJ Watt, I mean, we win that game in Buffalo going away at this point. So you next year we're back and away we go in that moment. Snowstorm. Exactly. Yeah, that could actually really helped here. That could they if they should have played in the snowstorm because they looked bad in that game, but still was able to make a profit. Shout out Mason Rudolph throwing one touchdown pass at a minus one thirty six and Deontay Johnson, Kevin. Plus, this is how you know that sometimes I'm just on an island by myself. I'm like, you know what? I think Pittsburgh has a little bit of juice in this game. Once I saw the snow, I'm like, well, I mean, Buffalo is probably going to win, but I still think you know Pittsburgh can cover. In what world are both of your starting wide receivers in okay weather? A 490 and a 440 to score a touchdown. That's like why I used to laugh at, like, you know, Julio Jones comes over and is like, hey, I don't know if he's going to play more than a snap, but that's what his touchdown total will be. I got a kick out of that, and they did score before the half on a touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson at a plus 490. But that would, like, again, like going outside, like Tomlin going, you know what? It's not going to come from inside. It's going to come from outside. But what does that mean? Like, you're going to come in here and run this football. We're going to be boring as hell because I think if we're close in games, we have a chance to win it. Like, you have a chance to really shake that up. You get a dominant quarterback in there, and I don't mean you got to go out and get, hey, an Aaron Rodgers is available, but an upgraded quarterback and an offensive coordinator that goes, hey, I'm going to bring our offense into the 21st century. Steelers could be fun, but doesn't it feel like they're just going to go for some old-school 55-year-old retread like offensive coordinator that's not going to do anything crazy? But this is like... Remember when we used to make fun of Rogers because he like got he, he had this like little power struggle and he won and then like all right man you win what do you want and all he, I mean he asked for just Randall Cobb like it was just the most ridiculous stuff of all time Don <laughs> like Mike Tomlin you would think is in just complete control in that organization and has no actual demands like it is it is incredible to see that this guy could probably get whatever he wants out of this organization and it's like ah yeah i'm just going to run back picket and Mason run off and i just ah, it's unbelievable he's wasting years this is where i guess like it sets and he's just still super young so he must not be worried about it no, and also, him's like I know he had the one year left on his contract. I don't think anybody outside of, I don't know, Mike Tomlin himself might have thought he was actually leaving Pittsburgh and not going to return next year. So he's going to do that. And by the way, Ian Rappaport about a half hour ago tweets out, Ben Johnson will speak to the Panthers and Commanders tomorrow about their head coaching vacancies. Then he has Chargers and Seahawks on Saturday. Now, here's what's interesting, too, right? Like, he has the big, I don't know, it feels like what, I guess you could say the biggest game in the history of the Detroit Lions because they don't win anything. And it's like, hey, by the way, I got four interviews set up before this game actually kicks off. It's wild how it actually goes. I do think there is some substance to, like, the NFL honestly should say, I, I know you got, like, if we find out you're dabbling behind the scenes, we're going to dock you your first-round draft pick, and that'll calm everything down. But, like, a coaching moratorium once the playoffs start, just to have, like, a free agency of coaches like it is in the NFL free agency period, it really should happen because I'm not saying, like, Ben Johnson's going to be a head coach. But if I'm Dan Campbell going, like, bro, like, we work so hard for this. And he's like, well, my dream is not to win this football game this weekend. My dream is to be a head coach in the NFL like you are here. And I'm prepping all week for not one, not like, hey, you know what? How about Thursday for lunch? We'll Skype you from 12 to 2. Can you set some time aside? Sure, that's fine. This sounds like four days of five-hour interviews. Like, oh, damn it. I got a game to play tomorrow. So that's where, like, I don't know what goes on in these interviews necessarily, Donnie, right? But mm-hmm. like, I almost just, if you're Ben Johnson, you're like, listen, you all try to hire me last and I came back because I thought we could do something special in Detroit. So don't ask me what I think I can do with Sam Howell. At the second pick, I'll figure out Jeff when you hire me. Uh, I'm prepping for Tampa Bay. Meeting done? Cool. By the way, $12 million. Never been an NFL coach before. Talk to me later. Like, exactly. what are we even doing here, Donnie? Like, like yes. Ben Johnson still has to woo these people in these meetings? Yes, that's what I like. Like, when you say, when I, I know Belichick's out there, right? Harbaugh's out there. But it's been for the past 20 years. The next up-and-coming super hot coordinator picks where he wants to go. And I'm pretty sure that Ben Johnson is going to be able to pick up like one of four that he wants. But it's just wild. You're right. It's like, can we get that interview as opposed to saying, we like you already. What the hell could you tell me in an interview that I'm not going to like? Well, your offense is going to absolutely wipe the floor with defenses. God damn it. I wanted to run the football. All right, next. Like, they're not going to do that here at that point. We got one more segment to go on a Thursday edition of Moneyline right here on the Sports Grid Network. We will be right back. 
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Final segment of the day here for Moneyline on a Thursday. It's usually a football Thursday, but obviously it's not tomorrow. Certainly a football Friday on the network. We're going to hit every one of those games and scrub it. I actually wanted to today, but sometimes you get sidetracked with some good conversation and all this head coaching (laughs) talk. Now, my question to you is tomorrow, by the time we take the air, do we have a head coach signed, sealed, and delivered in the NFL? You know, I want to say yes, Donnie, and then I remember that Antonio Pierce somehow still doesn't even have the Vegas job, and I have no idea what's going on. That's such a good point. What are we doing? Because I tried to play it off yesterday as like, you know what? I actually don't mind this because I think the Raiders are doing their due diligence. But it would be so hilarious, Kevin, if like he got that interview with Ted and said, hell yeah, that's our guy. All right, there you go. And it's like, whoa, whoa, wait. And then he said, well, we're the Raiders. What the hell were you waiting for at this point? Like that should have been a, a Gerard Mayo situation where they contemplated for 24 hours, made phone calls to all the bigwigs, like Harbaugh and like, hey, look. Are you interested in this job? Are you lukewarm on it? Are you taking it? Oh, you're out. Okay, you're out. Uh, Antonio, here's the keys to the kingdom here. The, the players want you. If it doesn't work out, I'll can you next year, but let's go. Right? Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? It does, like the, he, They're going to have a mutiny in Vegas if they don't hire this guy. He should be relatively cheap, and they're paying a bunch of fired head coaches. <laughs> and the Raiders are like, I don't know. Should we interview Harbaugh again? <laughs> what? The- yes. <laughs> What the hell are we doing here, man? Like, And you're right. You know it's not like, hey, by the way, Antonio Pierce is only going there to be the like top five highest paid. Like, no, he's probably going to be the dead last paid coach in the NFL. And that will be, and like again, you're gonna. it's almost like you're going to earn your way into it. And they're like, you know what? I know we had McDaniels in here, and you guys almost killed me as an owner. The fan base was going to revolt. I brought this, you know, it just made him the, the interim head coach. And everybody loves the Raiders again. It's a hot destination. All the good vibes. Let's pass on that and go with a guy who probably you guys are going to hate. You know what? Where's like, you know, a, a somewhere a Steeler, ca- a Steeler cast off or even like a Patriot cast off? <laughs> hey, how about Belichick's son in here? How about him? And maybe yeah. Belichick can be an advisor here as it comes around. Yeah. The NFL. Never, ever disappoints at that point. But you know what? We didn't disappoint today, and we certainly won't tomorrow. Back on Moneyline, normal time, right on the station. Sirius XM Channel 159 for JP. Find the wheels of steel. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Thanks for tuning in. See you tomorrow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.